Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Thursday. What do you think? Should we play? Play a little golf? Tee it up? I would Tee love it high? to. I mean, it let is. It, let it fly? It's Look at it out there. This is a lovely day. Yeah. I received a piece of information earlier today from the lovely Miss K. All right. Miss K. January 2024. Yep. Was the third cloudiest January. Felt like that. In the last 70 years in this city. It felt like that. Yes. But we really only had the one week of really cold. The rest of it was just kind of gray 40s, 50s. It was cloudy. It was cloudy the whole time. Do you remember the show 24? Very well. Okay. I think season three is when they're in Mexico. Can you imagine they did 24 episodes of that show every year? It was awesome. It was, but then it just became untenable. You just well, can't and keep that up. The pace is impossible. But, but the season first three, three episodes I think it was were the one amazing. Where he was in Mexico. Yeah. And the main bad, they were the brothers. Mm-hmm. And one of his wives was Claudia. Remember Claudia? Yeah, Claudia. Claudia is in Griselda. Griselda. Full circle. Back to all the cloudy. She's the friend. She's the friend who's the travel agent. I like that's not a spoiler in any way. No, I don't. This is fine. But it's fine. As soon as I saw her, I go, "That's Claudia." And man, I watched. They looked at me like, "What are you talking about?" Like that's Claudia. I watched those in real time, and I I haven't seen them since. I haven't revisited them. You know, it's why would you? Here's the thing: fifty around fifty-four to top of an hour, something crazy is going to (laughs) happen every hour for twenty-four hours. Yeah, and then the ultimate. And that last six minutes, Jack Bauer is going to save the day. Now, in between, he may die and be resuscitated. Sure. Anything's in play. In and between. you have it's, those are also like 41 minutes, so you could probably fly through pretty quickly. It's a great show. I think it would be different watching it binge-style because if you, if you remember, something that happened six hours ago happened a month and a half ago. So, like, people could recover from having their arm chopped with a machete and yeah. be, like, barely hanging on, and then six hours later that arm was fine mm-hmm. because it had been a month and a half. You're like, oh, I can heal in a month and a half. Yeah. So I think if you binged it, you'd be like, wait a second. Ten minutes ago, he just got shot. And now he's sprinting. He's down to 405. (laughs) Exactly. This doesn't seem possible. Yeah. Wyatt Teller going to join us here momentarily. uh, Momentarily. He's down at the Pro Bowl. Orlando? Yes. All right. Said it emphatically. No, you didn't actually. No. No, that was definitely a question mark um, uh, at the end of that. It's a gorgeous Flacco 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 t-shirt. From the the folks at Homage. Yeah, that's nice. I like that a lot. Those are some of my favorite ones. They do the caricature ones. Those are very because cool. these reminded me of our youth. Yes. I had the best. It's Rex almost Chapman as one. if it is paying homage to your youth. Oh baby, or homage. I see what they did there. Are, I remember when the, when their brand first launched. It was like hom, people would say homage, 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 homage. 
So we'll have Wyatt on here in a second. I still hear a lot of homage. Do you get a lot of homage? Yeah. Yeah. And homage, because you could say pay proper homage. Homage. Versus homage. homage. I think both are acceptable. Yeah. And it's not like potato, potato, where literally nobody says potato. So I it's do not think like you that. hear some soft H, a softer H. Homage. Homage. Maybe. Homage. Yeah. For all of this advertising, the one thing a couple I of starter s- jackets would have been nice. Go ahead. Those black ones. Yeah, they've been nice. Where if you're paying. Uh, yeah. The logo is an H. So Fact. It is interesting to go with an H if you're going to go completely silent. That's true. Yeah, because it's a, yeah, that's true. There is a, that's a good, it's all valid. It's yeah. all valid. Um, the LD on with Simmons is a delight. I'm like only, I've only. It's a delight. I listened to it the whole 20 way minutes. today. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah, will we get a Flacco shout out? Yeah, for he sure. He says Flacco is a reason why Zach Wilson isn't completely washed. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, yeah, he was very complimentary of our play. Yeah. Flacco's play. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, it was very good. It's like he was great for the last game, but he was great. Yeah, and they, I had no idea he was the – I think Simmons was right in that he had no idea he was the football fan that, or the sports fan. Like, he is, he was, he's obviously a big-time consumer of the National Football League. And the NBA. Yeah. And he likes baseball. And Simmons is like, people don't – he's like, what, should I get an award for being a big <laughs> – Right. So I like sports, yay. <laughs> it's good. Very good. Yeah, so I'm, that debuts this weekend. Sunday night, baby. You got a date Sunday, we baby. Do. Is that at 10 o'clock? I think so, which is – Probably. A, it's in a – it's aggressive. Nine, nine feels like a perfect time for LD. Nine's a sweet spot for LD. They always used to be pretty strict on the 30 minutes, but then in years past, like he just does whatever he wants. 42 minutes, 45 Loose. minutes. Yeah, whatever, wh- whatever he needs to be doing there. Um, I hope there's a lot of golf episodes. I typically like golf episodes. There's not every he, His annoyance is so much elevated at the golf course, mm-hmm. which makes it, whether it's slow play or black swans or tipping or all of it, like all of the things that annoy – Come to a head at the golf course. Yeah. And then it's also like this time of year, the show usually airs, you know, in the winter. So like to see like a gorgeous California green golf course, sun kissed, it's like having the time of his life. Perfect. What's what's not to like there. He's at Rivy, right? That's his main is Riviera. But I think he poaches over at Bel Air -Air, a little bit too. He was, his bag was spot. We, from a source, a big L luminary boots on the ground. His bag was spotted at, at Bel Air. Yeah, I I think I remember reading during the pandemic that he paid for the he paid caddy salaries during the pandemic when they wouldn't let him play in California. He paid for it for all the caddies at Rivi. They like did the magnanimous thing and took care of things. What a human! What a human! LD, the great LD, the great LD. What is the Pro Bowl this year? What is it? Is it a game? It's or a we flag. Back to the- There's a flag football game. All right, I got a pen out. Give me all of it that it is. We're waiting on Wyatt. The earth and then various skills competitions. Flag game. I, I think the skill starts tonight, doesn't it? Skills. Yeah, there's like um, a there's usually like a like forty yard dash. There's like and all that dodgeball, the greatest catch, which Chief is going to participate <laughs> in, but we won't spoil that. That's coming later in the in a later segment. Yep. Um, there was last year the thing where they had the offensive and defensive linemen had to put weights on a thing and then push it across twenty yards or something ridiculous. Something similar is back this year for that. There's a lot of different challenges. Nobody knows what to do There's with There's the quarterback throwing one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nobody knows what to do with this stuff. Tonight, 7P to 830P, skills showdown in Orlando, precision passing, dodgeball, and more. I just think and the NHL's in the same thing. Like, they're all-star weekends this weekend as well. And, and 
I, I just heard this morning there was uh, one of the guys is like they got like they're drafting like four different teams and like they have the, a captain and then a celebrity with the team and it's like it's all just too contrived and the reality is we are oh so over inundated with seeing these guys do things and this is what the fact that you are a pro bowler is awesome it's tremendous it's such an incredible elite of elite thing it has nothing to do with the people who get the award or get the honor it's nobody knows what to do with them once they get there right and in the collision sports like this one in hockey you can't really fake it no you can't half-ass those sports you have to go hard or you're going to get hurt and nobody really wants to go hard in a game that doesn't matter well that's so why, it's a brutal that's why no, they're doing flag football right but that doesn't that doesn't do it either and i don't know if in our youth I don't know if in our youth the game was great or not. Do you remember if it was? Like when they would I remember watching it in Honolulu and liking yeah. it and thinking it was cool. We didn't view it. Was it was never I, great. I don't think we ever viewed it like with a critical eye though. Like No, I oh, think Sean not. Taylor was the one guy that didn't get the memo. Clearly. On what was supposed to go on. Yeah, if the people haven't seen that, the late great Sean Taylor who did he light up? It was a almost a decapitation. Yeah, he lit somebody up. Big time. Bigly. Yeah. Bigly, yeah. I don't remember who it was either, but he – it was a shot. You literally start, start typing Sean Taylor pro, and then it finishes pro bowl hit. Yes. I was on Brian Mormon. I, a million guesses. I Brian Mormon? Brian Mormon. Was he a punter? Bill's know. punter. Why did he Bill's hit a pun- – why did he hit a punter in the pro Boy, that bowl? That makes it even worse. Oh, my God. All right. Watch it. Break it down. Give us All some right, commentary. All right, so here's Anquan Bolden's there. Now, the question is, do we have fast enough internet where I can actually play this and be able to have some sort of – it appears so. It appears that at this hour, I do have decent internet. We're going through a commercial right now. It looks like a commercial. I walked Quite into honestly, a room earlier. It's going to air in the Super Bowl, but they're they're doing that now. I walked through a room earlier today where they had pulled up an episode of Inside the Cleveland Browns with a young me from 2015, and they're, we're all ready to watch it and laugh, and <laughs> we couldn't get it to play. Couldn't get it to play? No. All right, so it's 4.55 in the third. The AFC is up 21-14. to 14. Brian Mormon, the punter for the Buffalo Bills, is attempting to execute a fake punt, and he rolls right. It's a fake all the way, and he's running. He's a, And Sean Taylor comes from... Why would you do a fake punt so in the, the Pro Bowl? He's co- like, anybody, take, anybody coming at Sean Taylor for this, it's on you, man. Like, th- this is not on Sean Taylor. All right, here you go. Watch. You're going to see a missile out of the corner of your screen. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, there's, there's just no need to do that in the Pro Bowl. There's no need to fake the punt? Agreed. Should have been a fake punt. And I used to like when they had those blue. What is this guy going to do? What's Brian, What's Mormon going to do? He was not happy about Sean it. Sean Taylor has his fingers taped, for God's sakes. You remember how he used to do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, now Mormon wants it. Wants oh, no, maybe he, he was like, good hit. He went out to say it was good. Because at first he got mad, and then I think he was like. Well, we did fake a punt. I would. The. You know who's the oh. you know who's the blame. You can just feel the shock through his body. He knows the blame for that. Whoever the special teams coordinator is of the AFC or the Pro head Bowl coach team, or the head coach, they are whoever said, "Hey, let's run a fake punt with Brian Mormon in the in the Pro Bowl and expose him to Sean Taylor coming downhill yeah. at 100 miles an hour." Uh, but ever since that point, there is there has been no point with this. Yeah, it's been good. Um, I, and, I don't you know. know. They're, they're efforting him. I don't know if practice ran long. I don't know what's going on. You can't stifle our joy. It's not going to do it. Not, not going to have it. Not, not going to have it. it. We hope we can hear from Wyatt at some point. Yeah. We don't. We don't know if we will or not. Um, let's just get into the hot topics of the day. Then let's why do don't it. we? Let's see. Yeah. Let's do that. So, th- 
I don't know. Andrew Barry's down at the Senior Bowl. We've got an offensive coordinator. I think we can finally say not reportedly. I don't know. Wait, Although, oh no, I think I think the GM confirmed it. Okay, because on the website it still has others. Others. So, all right. Here's what it says. He he's uh, speaking with the athletic Zach Jackson about Ken Dorsey, the new Browns offensive coordinator. And I think anytime the general manager comments that we can say he's the new offensive coordinator of Cleveland Browns, it feels like a fair line to draw. Uh, we thought Ken was bright, creative, innovative offensive mind. He has an outstanding offensive uh, track record, both as a quarterback's coach and as a coordinator. You look at the work he did with Cam Newton. You look at the work he did with Josh Allen. At, at the fact that he had two years as a coordinator in Buffalo where he directed top five units each year, it's impressive. He's been very creative in terms of type of offensive systems he's been able to implement, even though it's been what you call a spread, dual-threat quarterback base, how it looked in Carolina versus how it looked in Buffalo were much different. We think he'll do a nice job in the coordinator role for us. There you go. Oh, there's more, though. Yeah, in red. I was going to say, I went through and kind of highlighted some of the big points. It, it was a lengthy interview. Good job out of Zach. Yeah. On whether Kevin Stefanski will hand the play-calling duties to Dorsey, Barry said that's the head coach's decision. All right. There you go. Um now, the other part of this is like, I don't know. Well, the other – so Dorsey is in. The rest remain reportedly because you have the – Zach says the Browns plan to add Tommy Rees as their new tight ends coach, reportedly, and Deuce Staley as their running back coach, reportedly. Though the exact titles and roles have not been confirmed, Jacques Cesar has been reportedly been hired as a new defensive line coach. The Browns' policy has been to not formally announce coaching staff changes until the staff is finalized, and Barry didn't want to give a timeline on that. That probably remains to be seen. I'll let Kevin address that. So offensive coordinator, he addresses the others. Not. Not. Yes. Okay. He was also asked about Deshaun Watson down there. He said, quote, we feel good about Deshaun. I think the biggest thing is just him staying on the field, keeping him on the field. Each year we really do try and do as much self-assessment as possible on every other operation. So in good years and bad, we'll probably always have always tinker somewhere to that degree in what we think is best. But in terms of just Deshaun in particular, we're excited. We just want to make sure that he is healthy at that point. That will lead to a conversation down the road in terms of what you do behind Deshaun. Yep. And you're wearing a T-shirt of a guy who you and I both think would make a lot of sense um, behind and be an if provided he's not a starter somewhere else, which quite honestly he might be. Um, but but that that is something to watch for because it's not just a return to form to Watson from the guy that we saw in the game against Baltimore, but also a health health staying healthy, staying on the gotta, field, being stay on the field. Listen, the most important ability is availability. That's the one. Um, talks a little bit about the Watson cap number to this. There's a lot here. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I'm not there yet. It's not nece- It's not a necessity to lower that, but it just kind of depends on how we put the plan together. We want to say each situation is unique. Some financial decisions could occur before the NFL scouting combine. Some can occur during the combine and some could occur, you know, well after it. So there's no standard playbook. We will have enough time and energy to make the appropriate decisions from a contract standpoint. He also, one of the things you and I have been pretty adamant about is, is pass catcher weapons, 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 running backs. Uh, Barry did not agree with the, with the thought that the Browns' top offseason priority must be adding to Watson's pass catching group. I would not say that, Barry said. I mean, we're still in the assessment mode. We feel pretty good about our group of pass catchers. I don't know very many teams across the NFL that have two Pro Bowl caliber pass catchers in Coop and Chief and a good complimentary crew. We're always looking to add playmakers, but I think it would be aggressive to call that a top priority. Look, he's not going to say what a top priority is anyway. He's not going to show his cards. Yes, correct. Yeah. Correct. 
He had one other that I thought was pretty just overall in the cap situation because everybody's so worried about it. He said there are probably multiple answers to what our cap situation is, but good. That might be the best way to describe it. We feel very good about where we are in our roster's life cycle. We have a lot of players who are either on their second contracts or approaching their second contracts, but it's something we've been thoughtful about in terms of planning for multiple years, and we feel good about where we are headed in the 2024 season. This isn't sneak up on them. Like This is not a group where they're like, funny. oh my goodness, this is the situation. Like They knew exactly where it was going yeah. to be this year, and they have a plan for it, and they have a plan for next year, and 26, and 27, and so on. I always think it's it always entertains me when I see people in panic about like this cap situation. I'm like, they know. They know. You think they're just driving along and they're like, Holy hell, we got how are we gonna pay all these people? Come on. Yeah. That's not how they operate around here. It's they're prepared. All the peas. Yep. We haven't done the peas in a long time. No. They're prepared. They got a process. process. They got a, they they're prepared. They've got a plan, a process to implement the plan. Yeah. I think there's one more P. Because there was we added a fourth P. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. We need somebody to go in the archives. Do you remember the fourth P, Gibby? I, I don't. I'm trying to remember. They're prepared. Plan, we added it, I feel. We added the, the fourth one at the combine because either AB or Kevin said a fourth P while we were interviewing the combine. something about their temperament. And we, we added the fourth P at the combine. They've got a Last plan. Year. They have a process to implement. That. They're prepared. They've got a plan. They've got a process to implement the plan. And the fourth P is something it's drive me nut that I can't. It's something about their, I want their demeanor. I thought poised, poised maybe. It doesn't. It's not like setting up. It's not jumping off the screen at me with the. But that's what you described is poise. Um, it'll come. It'll come. Somebody's got it out there. Come on, yeah. on Twitter, somebody. Yeah, somebody's got it for sure. Yeah. Um. All right, so there's a lot here. Um, we we have talked about about Ken and the things that he can do and the things that he's going to bring to the table for us. And when when this was uh, first reported, good lord, when was this? A week ago? I can't even remember when. When, was, when did the Dorsey thing? Be? Was that this week? The it week first. It was Sunday. It was, it was yeah. during the two minute warning of the oh, AFC Championship right. game. That's right. AFC, that's right. Okay, so you know you start connecting the dots and you say, all right, Cam, Josh. His reputation as a as a great guy in the room when he was a backup, including being a backup here, um, all of these things make sense based on what it could be. And I think the um, the other and this is you and I conjecture mine, I guess I'll speak for myself here, but would strike me as not a play calling offensive coordinator necessarily. Um, and honestly, I think that that would be great because I think Kevin is really good at that. And so if there's a, somebody else to bounce ideas off off of and say hey what do you think about this in this moment then that's as big a win as can be but the number one priority for ken dorsey when he now that he's here now officially um is is the the idea of of deshaun and and being there to get him comfortable in to implement things he does well into the offense that already exists and take the offense that already exists and get watson comfortable with it yes i think you heard him say he comes from a spread dual threat quarterback operation. It's what he's done his whole time here in the NFL. Well, guess what? We have a spread dual threat quarterback. So you are able to marry that with Stefanski's under center wide zone play action boot scheme. And I think you've got a full complete offense that can handle everything that is successful right now in the modern game. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. No doubt in my mind. There's no doubt at all. Um, our tight end, David Njoku, is going to compete in the Pro Bowl best catch challenge against the Rams wide receiver Puka Nakua. So they're just going one-on-one, Uno? 
Last year, he's got his phone. He's ready. Last year, Amon Ross St. Brown won it. Is this and the like, thing where like they, they went around town? No, this is like where they run and then they like flip off a trampoline and try to catch it as their summer. It's it's an it's absurd. There was one where they were like going around Vegas taking photos, like best the, some best catch thing. Do you remember that? No. And they would like here was it like him jumping off a fountain photo. You don't remember that? No. From last year. By no. the way, the fourth P, patience. Patience to implement it. That's from CC. That might be it. It's either poise or patience. I mean, if it's a if, if it's, it's a personality that, thing, if it's personality, maybe, maybe because we all wanted them to make a move and they didn't, and we were like, "What are they going to do? What are they going to do? What are they going to do?" And maybe then they AB go and they said, "Maybe AB said that's patience. when you go get Zadaria Smith." And that could have been it. It could have been patience. It could have been the for the fourth. They've group. got they're prepared. They've got a plan and a process. Implemented. Those are the three pieces. Those that's for the core. sure. That's the core. That's the core. But I know we added a four. We did. I feel like patience has a decent shot, but I thought when if it was it when you said it, it would have been a eureka like, oh, moment. But yeah. it, purpose. That's no. from Bobby Card. I don't know. I don't know. We need somebody to go. This is why people need to go do past years full seasons. Full like, seasons, and then you'd be able to know, know all of this. I'd say go like looking like twenty twenty. I would say combine interview with A B or Stefanski 2020-2021. Yeah, that's when you get it. Well, no, it wouldn't have been. Twenty twenty, we were there, but not twenty twenty one. We were not. No, we tw- were definitely there. So I think it could even been twenty two. It could have been twenty or twenty two. Yeah, that's right. I think twenty. It was, you know, that was when we got the quarter zips. It was just honeymoon phase. Like we we're just getting to know you. Yeah. Stuff, you know. So but, that I think it would probably be twenty two. But the three P's I think were from their first year. Three so the P's were right year, away. You think? So, that, so yeah. I think by twenty twenty two is when you get the. Yeah, yeah, that's how I think that worked. Um. All right, so this is the best catch challenge. This is give you got it. What are they doing, Uno? So from what I saw on Twitter, he's going to go one on one against Puka Nakua in this challenge. Um, I don't know how it worked last what, year, but I think they're changing some of the challenges up this year. I hope so because last year it was terrible. They're trying to make it, trying to make it the dunk contest, but it's not. It just isn't the dunk contest. No. The only of, of these things, these are the two things that you could do that I think would be interesting, that I think people would find interesting, that I think the players would have enough pride to go all out. Hit me. Fastest man alive. Yep. I think you'd get everybody locked into that and put a number on it. Give them a million bucks. Fastest man alive gets a million bucks. Drag race them. Okay? Do you bring in Usain Bolt to run no. against these guys? Uh, what, what do you think he's up to? I don't know, but I bet he's fast. Sure. I don't, think he, I don't think that goes away. It does, but like not dramatically enough to where he still couldn't run like a 10-5. Just think about when you saw that. Right. Right. This is all you have to say about Usain Bolt. In an Olympics that also featured Michael Phelps, in which he ran, he, he was involved in however many more events even than Bolt, Bolt was the unquestioned star. That's right. Because like, you never... To be that much faster than everybody else who's that fast. And Phelps is that way in the pool, but you because you're in the water, you can't see it's it. Different. Yeah. He just and he did it in three Olympics or two? They both were in all the they were in multiple yeah. Olympics. It was Phelps has won way more medals, just more events. Way more, more events. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think you need to have Phelps. I just think fastest man in the NFL would, sure. is with a million bucks to it, there's some juice to that. And I think people I think the fastest people would be in it then at that point. They would go try to win. Could you do the strongest man in the NFL and do like okay. bench and do you worry about people getting hurt doing that? 
You worry about people. You have to worry about people pulling a hammy all out sprinting. Yeah. True. Yeah. I feel like you could get. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's it. World's fastest NFL player, strongest NFL player, and then the only other thing that I have an interest in is longest arm, biggest arm. Who can throw it the furthest? Who can throw it the furthest? Who can throw it the farthest? I'm fine with target throwing too because I think that's interesting. Like if you see somebody who can throw but it into of, a bunch of targets. Yeah, but it's they did that last year with like the moving targets, and these are with these points, and these are with those points. It's too convoluted. Give me stationary targets, and let me see them drill them. Drill them. Yeah. So that you could do most accurate thrower, biggest arm, fastest, strongest, four comps. That's it. And I would I wouldn't mind watching a field goal one. Or they do those trick shots. You remember they had back in the day, Neil Rackers and David Akers did this in Hawaii where they were making field goals. They were kicking the ball. If if this is the upright, yeah, and you would kick it through the upright normally, they were parallel to the upright. They were even with oh, the uprights, that's and right. they would hit hooks that would go through or cuts depending yeah. on left foot or right footed. I do remember that. Like trick kick shots. I'm for that. Yeah. I like a kick shot. Now We just gave them five events. So those are your five events. That's your all-star Saturday night. It's so clear that we should be the czar of sports. I think you're right. I think we fix a lot of things in short order. Fumble out of the end zone. Done. Look what we did for you with the uh, first round of the NFL playoffs. Two games on Sunday. Two games. Two, two, two. Gave you the three thirty six thirty windows. The six thirty six thirty Saturday Sunday for the championship weekend. I don't know what it is. What about do you want? Twenty twenty four. But we've our ideas are better than ever. We. I won't even speak about the best one because we don't want to. No, no, no! Do don't it. want to do that. No, 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 no. But it's great. and then there's all. I mean, there are also the original the OFs. Like there's yes. uh, more stuff coming. You guys are just in the in the very infancy. That's right. Of of all the brilliant ideas that are going to come your way for those who are, who are loyal. Yeah. Um. There will be a lot of them. So you will reap the rewards. Oh, in many ways, it is a mailbag Thursday edition of, of Cleveland Browns Daily. You submit those questions at Brown underscore Daily, and we will get to those coming up. I believe. At 2.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got some around the NFL, some more coaching news there, a little factor fiction in the whip. Uh, we've got the Brownie Awards coming up as well. Pr- nice little program on a sun-kissed Thursday. It's just a delight. It really is. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, sports betting partner, your Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity. For yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Go to medical mistake, cause your injury. Call the medical malpractice attorneys at 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Um, what was I going to – what did I have for you? Oh, I, I think that I think it's poise. I think it's poise. Uh, Tulsa Uber Dog, it was poised to implement the plan, and I remember okay. us saying that. So I think it, that was the fourth P as we, we use the word poise yep. because it also works with patience in that let's we're good. Yeah, I think it's. I think it was the. I think it was poise. I agree. Fine, poise it is. I think that was the fourth P. Yeah, and I think that came in the 2022 at the 2022 combine. I think that makes the most sense. Yeah. You all right? You good? Yeah, you look good. Um, all right, Brownie Award semifinals are here. We'll blow out city in the quarterfinals. We had some beatdowns here. We had uh, all right. So the number one seed. Browns beats the Ravens, beats the eight seed Browns over the Jaguars, ninety six percent, jeez, to four percent on that. Also had the total highest total number of votes as well. Uh, the two seed, the Browns beat the Jets, beat the seven seed, the Browns beat the Colts, seventy four to twenty six uh, was the voting on that. And then the three seed, Browns versus the Bengals in the opener, beat number six, Browns versus the Texans, sixty seven to thirty three percent. And then the five seed. The Browns beating the 49ers beat the four-seed Browns beating the Steelers 72-28. to Browns beating the Steelers was not given. Uh, y'all don't remember it the way you should. No. Mr. Zagura. No, people do not Shouldn't remember. Shouldn't have been that big that of a was, That should not have been. I have a question. Mr. Zagura. And I would like to get the group's opinion on it. We've got five people here. Yeah. Obviously, our votes count double. Should we consider a reseeding? And here's what I mean. You're talking on vote percentage? I'm saying it's pretty clear to me that the weakest remaining game is Browns versus Bengals. I would agree. And so I kind of would be more curious. I think Ravens versus Bengals and then Jets versus Niners. I think Jets versus Niners might be a more competitive game than we might this think. This would also test my theory that that – this has to do with the quality of the opponent and the association with beating the quality opponent more than it does what actually happened in the game and what the feeling was coming right, out. Right, and it keeps the Ravens and the Niners away from each other, to your, to your point. That, which would keep that, yeah. And that way you'd get the Ravens-Jets. Or Ravens-49ers, or yeah. Ravens I think, would be the favorites because I think people want the association with. We beat the best team in the AFC for much of the season, and we beat the team that's in the Super Bowl. Griff, are you in favor That's one yes. Uno. <laughs> two yeses. Gibbe. So we're talking Ravens one. Yeah. Jets two. We're going to re- we're 49ers gonna, three. Gonna, yes. Yep. For the final four. Yeah, we're going to reseed them. <laughs> and then Bengals four. Yep. AFC North v. AFC North. Uh, that's fine. I can make that work. Yeah. Well, then it's unanimous. Then it's unanimous. That I think, And that will test all theories. All the- it tests everything. Because there's, there is no scenario – where coming out of the Niners win, which was a spectacular win, and he missed it right, all of those things, that you felt the same way you did coming out of the Thursday win against the Jets. To be fair, I was practically in tears after we beat the 49ers, so well, there was had, some emotion that, no, with it, it. Look, all of but, these are great to our points all week. Like These are all great, but like coming out of beating the Jets, you're in the playoffs. Flacco's nuts. He's 400 yards every week, that type of stuff. Like, Let's go win the damn Super Bowl. Yeah. Look. The Niners game was electric. It was. We, All these are. Nobody thought we could win. We were mm-hmm. starting P.J. Walker. We didn't have a lot of our top guys. 
and we went out there and we won the game anyway. If the game quarterback by P.J. Walker gets in ahead of a game that is quarterback by Joe Flacco yeah. on a night that we clinched playoffs on prime time, national television, this city was on fire that but night. I was out in the mix. Don't. Burnt. Come on. If that happens, then my theory would be proven correct. It's the fact that the Niners the being association in the Super Bowl. The association with beating the 49ers is what you covet more than the actual experience coming out of those games. It should end up being Jets versus Ravens. I think Jets ultimately should win, mm-hmm. but the Ravens was, this to me, the signature regular season win of this season. Yeah. Because- it's, it's almost like we had three seasons. Well, we did. You had the you had the Watson. Yep. Then you had DTR, DTR PJ, and PJ. Flacco. And Flacco. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. And it was really, in some ways, it was broken up into, it was Watson, PJ Walker, Watson, DTR, that's true. Flacco. It was the second, it was like there were two Watsons in there. Yeah, that you had. Uh, do we have? Do we have the 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 things for these? We do. All right. So so we'll let's do so let's do Ravens versus Bengals. Question: Should we let the 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 lower seed, higher number, go first? Yeah. So that sure. The last so that the last last the, thing you hear. Yeah, I think that's seed. fair. Let's give an advantage to the top seed. So this is the fourth seeded Bengals. Yep. Recap. Hit it. It was really fun. It was fun to see just the old lineman confused and not knowing who was doing where. You know, um, it worked out exactly how Coach Schwartz said, you know, so we listen we listen to Coach Schwartz and, and Coach Schwartz we trust. Third down and five for Burrow in the Bengal offense. And on third and five, he takes a high snap. He's up in the pocket. They're gonna get him and knock him down. They sack him back on the 49-yard line. As the Browns blow in and get him, Obo Okoronkwo got him. It was the right check for, for us. Um, I made the right call. Uh, I think it was Wyatt that pulled on that one and uh, made the block. And, you know, Coop did a good job of, you know, blocking the guy on his outside number for me to get outside. And, you know, I just got across the end zone. Uh, it was awesome, awesome play, awesome play call. And um, everything worked for profession for us to get an end zone. From the 13th, second down, it's a draw. Here comes Watson running. 10, corner, 5, touchdown! it up with four receivers to the right one to the left and it was a quarterback draw all the way i think one those, those guys like to talk over there so i think that definitely bring a little bit more out but i mean we just trying to go out every game and uh compete and show what we got and uh be the best i mean we want to be the best secondary best defense best team and uh so we just got to go out there and keep going burrow in the shotgun waits on the snap He's got it. He's back. Settles. Going for T. Higgins. He's there. And it got broken up. What a play. Grant Delpit knocked it away down at the six-yard line. At the 31, they need the 35. Fourth down and four. Burrow claps his hands. He wants the ball. He's got the ball. Up in the pocket. They chase him right. They got him. And they knock him down. Miles Garrett got him. All the way back inside the 20-yard line. The Browns have the this defense, Okoronkwo a sack, Miles Garrett with a sack, and this place is going nuts because they sense that their Cleveland Browns now have a chance to put away the defending AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals and take them down. That's awesome. Let's go. Take them down. Let's go. Come on. That was that was great. Again, that's why this other idea that's been percolating I, I, so I know, good. I know, I know, I know. But. Like the way we felt coming out of that game yeah. was so awesome. And and you had at that point 
healthy Watson. You had Chubb. a healthy Nick Chubb. Yeah. You had the team that you thought you were going to have. And, and quite frankly, that's the last game that was true all season. Correct. Because it's hollow the next week. It's all, you know, the next week is Chubb and then that's it. Uh, in terms of that, in, we had so many starts and stops and so many, I believe I, it's all lost and then believe again. You're never going to see a season like this. No. Never. Nor no. would you. No, no, I don't know if your heart could take it. No. And it like the highs were just so high. Um, here is the opponent. This is the one seed. This is the Ravens recap. Let's go. You know, it's a long game, as, as y'all seen. There was moments in the game where it looked like they were going to pull, pull away, but we, you know, we kept going. So you got to watch the whole game. You got to play the whole, the whole game. Watson out of the gun. In the backfield is Elijah Moore. Watson takes the snap, drops back to pass. Pressure's coming, moving to his left. Pumps once, throws inside the 10. He's got Moore at the goal line, into the end zone. Touchdown, Browns. Watson taps his foot. Pressure's coming from both edges. They hand the ball off to Ford. Ford over the block of his right guard. Spins inside the 35-yard line. And along the hash mark, moves the pile to the 30. The pile keeps on moving to the 25-yard line. And finally, they blow the play dead. But it's a first down for the Browns, who are playing with energy. It's a gain of 13. Yeah, it's my favorite play of the game. Honestly, that was my favorite play of the game. Uh, just to see, we talked about this one, you're going to have to play hard. You're going to have to play for 60 minutes. And to see all 11 in the frame pushing their, their buddy pushing their brother uh that that's what this team's about they're about the, that fight and that was on display right there guys are dogs and we've known that for a long time now and kept on trying to tell y'all you know, once he you know hits his stride he, he's gonna be he's gonna be you know back to his, his you know, previous ways you know, dominating the league raven showing blitz on first out watson steps up He'll pump, now he'll run to his left. Breaks one tackle to midfield. Inside Ravens territory, cuts to his left to the sidelines. And he's out of bounds at the 40-yard line. It's a gain of 15. Patrick Queen makes the tack, takes the snap, looks to his right. Ball is swatted high in the air, and it is intercepted by the Browns. Greg Newsom along the sidelines into the end zone. Touchdown Cleveland, 33 yards off the deflection at the line of scrimmage. No penalty flags. This will be a 40-yard field goal attempt for the middle of the field. Three seconds left. The Cleveland Browns to win it. Down one, 31-30. Here's the snap. It's a good one. The hold is good. The kick is on its way. End over end, and it is good, but there's a flag on the field. Illegal fouls. Illegal leverage. Still go will count. This will end the game. And that will end the ball game. The Browns have won it 33-31. They've come from behind. They've erased all the mistakes today, and they've turned it into a victory. All right, there you go. That is the Ravens. That is the top seed. That's the Ravens win, and then we'll right. go against the Jets. In the other semifinal. It's going to go against the, the Bengals. Bengals. Yep. Bengals. Bengals. Yep. In the other semifinal, we have the now three-seeded San Francisco game. This is the end of Pedro as he knows it. Yes. He lived it. Yes. Let's have a listen. Purdy throws over the middle. It's intercepted. Emerson has it midfield. Emerson at the 40. Niners territory. There's the turnover. Just give him a chance. Uh, Coop did a hell of a job winning on the route. And uh, just give him a chance to go go make a play. Um, and he did, the, he did the rest from there. Um, it was all Coop. Looks that way. Fires. Cooper is open. Has it at the 40. 45-50. Amari Cooper makes a move. Niners territory. Amari Cooper to the 25. 
Today, they're going to get a full look at the best offense in the NFL. So in my book, they're pretenders. Niners at their 20 after the Horcats punt went into the end zone. McLeod motions left to right. Under pressure. Purdy slips out of it. Goes down. Throws the ball at the 10. And they're going to say he's down. That's a sack. Back on the 10. It was JOK. Like I said, they came in there on, on their high horse, bro. I don't know what it was. They came in there feeling themselves. But you know, they got dealt with. So Snap it in the middle of the field. Between the hashes. 41 yards for Jake Moody. Wishnowski kneels at the 31 to give the Niners the lead. Snap is down. The kick is up. The kick is no good. It's no good. And the Browns will beat the 49ers 19 to 17. He pushed it wide to the right. They go heavy. Harrison Bryant now under center. Bryant, pitch left. Kareem Hunt, 15. First down, 10. Hunt at the 5. Hunt into the end zone. All right, there you go. There is your 49ers. That was the... Uh, sorry, Pedro. Sorry, Pedro. Not, not sorry. sorry at all. Not sorry. Not Two even a little bit. Look at that, man. Twice he's been in CBD court and both times walked out a loser. Careful what you wish for there, Careful my mustache friend. That's right. Um, all right, too. The only thing he's in. won, so he after the first trial, though, they the Niners smushed us on a Monday night football. Yeah. So, yeah, that one here, not as good. The he was first here to see win, the Warriors the first win of well. the not Pedro Pedro was so decisive. So decisive. So overwhelming that it's so complete. It was so comprehensive in every way. Um, um, all right. The two seed is the Jets. Let's have a listen. Miles is a, is a freak player. Just the, his ability to get back to the uh, quarterback and, and get double teams, triple teams out there is huge for us. He's a huge part of why we win our games and why we're able to play how we play out there. So just a uh, big shout out to Miles and uh, what he's able to do. Here's Simeon back to pass. Locking, he's going down. They smother him back inside the 20-yard line. Dalvin Tomlinson led the charge. Dalvin was in there, and so was number 95, Miles Garrett, and he may have gotten there first. Let's see what the official score has to say on that one. They give it initially to Miles Garrett. That would be his 14th on the season. Flacco to throw, lobs it over the middle, and Joker's got it. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, and out of bounds inside the 10 at the 7. The Chief is having a night as he's driven out by Jordan Whitehead. Good for 43. I mean, hey, I love to see him, you know, get that rack, man, get the get the ball and get the running. You know, I tell him to get his pads down sometimes, but <laughs> he's he's a beast, man. I, I love I love the way he plays football and you know, he gives it his all each and every play, even blocking and stuff like that. You know, I think you guys know uh, just haven't watched Joe now, uh, and we as coaches are getting to know Joe and, and that type of thing. But uh, he, he's a uh, he battles like crazy. Uh, I think he's he's doing a nice job of, of playing within himself and playing within the scheme and and, and all those type of things. But he's also making plays, uh, and, and there were a bunch of plays that he made tonight that were were key. Joe Flacco got hit. He rolls out of the hit. He runs it, and then he throws it. And Ford caught it at the 30, at the 20, at the 15, at the 10, at the five. He's still going, and he bolts his way in. Touchdown, Jerome Ford. A play you will not believe. First and 
10, Brees Hall, the running back, and Simeon is underneath center. From his own 19-yard line, play action fake, throw over the middle, it's picked off, the Browns have it. 25, 20, it is Ronnie Hickman. He's to the 10, he's to the 5, he's to the pylon, he's in. Touchdown, a pick six for the rookie from Ohio State. And listen to this place, the defense, it gives the energy to the crowd, and the crowd gives the energy to the defense. Ronnie Hickman's first career interception is a big one. Takes the snap, pops it over the middle, caught by Yeboa, he's at the 15, JOK's got him, 3, 2, 1, that's it! The Browns are going to the playoffs! The postseason is back in Cleveland! Fantastic. Go ahead. By the way, it that shouldn't was a... even be close. Huh? This no. game, sh- this one should not even be close. No. Huh? No. It's it's that one. Yeah. Uno just said that there's an electrical phenomenon. Or somebody turned the lights off. One of the two. It was shocking. It was shocking Everything went to black see outside. Everything went and then dark and then light. Well, our yeah. screen behind you also went off. We were oh. Concerned. There is an electrical phenomenon. Then. Uh oh. We've got a fuse that got pinched, boys. Yeah, that was what I was wondering was did what happened caused our TV to go down. Well, you were able to see something we were unable to see. see well, we get we in the shot. Let them see the banana Come grande. On, banana, t- get in there. The shirt. The grande? Yeah. Give it a little. At least put an arm in there, Gibby. Yeah, give him an arm. There, there it is. Go. All right, there you go. We're back. Do you have a copy of the newspaper that you were in? Did that go to print, Mr. Grande? It had to have. Well, oh, mama. Now we're... I, I feel like I'm back at the Super Bowl. What are we doing? Now we're Which, out. by the way, was ten years ago today. Was was there? And that's means, a little. That's a little spooky. That means the key. I had, just. I just only knew that because it, on the uh, on the Facebook it popped up ten years ago, and it was the two. Actually, the Super Bowl is probably a couple of days later, but it was the Harbaugh Harbaugh press conference that I had up. This means that it's ten years since. That's it. Ten I'm years. Out. That's since good. The best. I wish you all the best, kids. The key had broke his leg. <laughs> How did a kid break his leg? Slipped on his driveway on ice. When he I was hoping it. for. I mean, that's tragic for him. I feel terrible, but I mean, yeah, it was it was awful. Compound fracture. Oh my gosh, like bad, terrible. I metal, was hoping a more dramatic. I mean, metal the kid is such a in legend. his leg. I was hoping it was some sort right of, before his fortieth birthday, where he had a oh. golf trip with all of his friends from college and Cleveland, whatever, and so he just had to drive around. And there's not, some real bustling, I will say, about this electrical phenomenon. Yeah, there's there's, lo- there's bustling and there's hustling. Well, yeah. we did. We also lost our stream. Streams the whole, out. The whole computer in here crashed. Are we on the air? Are we on the air? Are we talking to? You no said one? that yes. emphatically, but there's no way now. Yeah. <laughs> Paulus. I was waiting for Paulus. Paulus. I was hoping. You know, that's true. That's true. Maybe would have got think about business Gibby. I love business Gibby. Yeah, bi- like, Uno's business a business guy. today too. He's business. Unfortunately, you can't see it because no, our camera is down. Street. No, there's no but Uno cam. Have you have you thought about your combine wardrobe yet, Uno? I haven't. I was actually thinking about that. I thought about it a little this morning. Haven't yeah. picked out any clothes. I'll okay. just put it that way. All right, very good. Okay. <laughs> you, you you introduce them to the the uh, the the famous skit with Sandberg and Timberlake. Yeah. I sure the did. previous version of you showed up dressed like that, not meaning to, at the combine. Wouldn't you say that would describe it? That would. Lock it. What are you doing? Sorry, you're I missing all talking. this. I didn't want. I didn't mean to. You introduced them yeah. to that skit. Yes, fact. Not Stevie. Wore an outfit reminiscent of that. Oh my god! Unintentionally. Oh my god! 
It even had the chain. Chain outside of the chain outside out of the, the shirt. Silk t-shirt. Silk t-shirt. Chain outside. Yeah. Chain outside. Silk t-shirt. Look at. I mean, you got there's a lot going on. Minions. Well, going he's everywhere. coming in What's here. He doing? Let's get a let's get a breakdown. Yes, he did look. He looked like Timberlake's character sans the facial hair. Absolutely. This coming out, it was all time. It was an all timer. I remember you and I sitting on on Radio Row. And he strolled in wearing that, and we couldn't stop laughing. Could not. I mean, it was, we never did it. He had no idea we were that it was about him. Like we're not cruel, but no. I just remember looking at you, looking at that, and going, "It's an incredible well, I hope choice." He doesn't continue to listen to the program, Bo. Oh well. I don't think that <laughs> will like be in my combine anyway. wardrobe plans. <laughs> What's that? I don't think that will be in my wardrobe yeah, plans no, no, for the not. combine. I don't. We think only it's in had, your closet, only had one ask. I don't like, think it's watch in your one episode of Eastbound and Down. That's refusal. It. It's all we wanted. So yeah, it's fine. Fine. Are you getting this sorted out, Stones? What's going on? What's the word from the Stones, outside? Stones is in a jacket. That I'll tell you what that is. That's a feed the cows jacket. Yes, he's on. He's that's on, what that is. I said he could work the ranch. Yeah, he looks ready. like he's about to go. Yeah, satiate a bunch of brown spotteds. Yeah, he's he is. That is a hundred percent pitchfork tossing hay, ready to go. He's he's ready to go. What There's do the brown no spotteds want to do? They want to eat. Want to eat? They want to chew that cud. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I like that. I like Look that, that a little bit. You like yeah. that? Maybe that's what they were saying in that video. My cut. <laughs> you see that cut? Oh, that one. You see that cut? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's an all-timer. That's all a mini car cut. <laughs> that's about the only thing you could say from that reenactment. Basically. The rest of it is, yeah. is not. No. Uh, my dad always bristles at the idea. You go to the grocery store and you see, uh, like, grass-fed steak or whatever. And um, are you, you go, are these idiots aware that hay is grass. <laughs> like the th the idea that grass fed means they're just eating from a meadow. Yeah, just grazing. <laughs> By the way, sure. It also means that that meat's not going to have a whole lot of marbling or flavor. You got to have a little juice. Got to have a little bit of. Got to have a little bit of that golden hue, my friend. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way there you're going to get the full moisture like, spectrum. There are posses walking around for the FMS. It's very interesting pods, too. We have very interesting pods of characters yeah. that are coming out of the woodwork, all walking. A lot of mustaches. At a like just short of, of like, j not jogging, but like well, a power Well, maybe you need to pace. jog. You think some of these That'd humans be nice. need to? A little bit of around? an effort. <laughs> are we still down? No, we're still down? There's no end in sight? We've had a surge here at the operation. Yellowstone, help! Stones, let's get it going. Luckily, By the way, we've this, got some time because the CBG, the uh, the whip is next. We'll do the well, whip. We got that, but I'd also say this would be a great time to talk with a wide teller because would have been, would have been fantastic. He's in Florida. He's in Florida. I don't know. Oh, we're back, or at least we're back. We're here. back, baby. We're back, the Yellowstone, baby. Right, there everybody. There he is. There he fantastic. Is. How's Woodrow doing? Did you take the cone off his head? <laughs> Woodford. It, so. The his, whiskey, his, one of his favorite whiskey. one of his favorite uh shows is yellowstone and i kind of think that almost a cousin of yellowstone is lonesome dove and when i think of stones and i think of his lovely dog which is a would be a perfect cousin for buddy garrity i think of woodrow call which is what uh tommy lee jones's character is in lonesome dove okay and um gus who is played by robert duvall loves calling him woodrow and so every time I, I know it's Woodford. That's a very good Robert Duvall, by the way. Yeah, every time I think that, I think about Woodrow. And it's it makes me laugh. I think so I think I always think Woodrow. So the cone's off. My two favorite Robert Sack, Duvall characters. No yep. Go ahead, I got a pen. 
Yep. Apocalypse Now. Sure. Smells like victory. Yep. Apocalypse Now. Is that what's going on in our building? Is that Apocalypse 2? I hope I not. Know. I love that film, though. Number two. Yeah. We just watched it this holiday season again, but in Four Christmases, <laughs> he is he is an unbelievable character in Four Christmases. So, it's, I mean, it's I, a one I, note, but it I is. I do think it's bold that you went Four Christmases over The Godfather as the second favorite Duvall well, character over yeah. Tom Hagen. You're going to get bold takes on this show. Why do you do this to me, Mike? Why do you keep doing this to me, Mike? <laughs> no, you're right. That's probably um, that's a good one. But that'd be that's on so the Mount Rushmore he, still. He's great. He's great in Lonesome Dove as, as I don't know it. It's great. Fantastic. It's a film. It was a mini series in the late in the early night late eighties early nineties. On but PBS. He is Tommy Lee Jones on CBS. Tommy Lee Jones and. Uh, and Robert Duvall are the That's leads. Good. Angelica Houston's in it. Huh? Yeah, it's stud. He's awesome. All right, we'll do the whip coming up next. Uh, mailbag as well. Get those questions into Gibby. Can you put the four Christmas? He's great in the four Christmases. I love four Christmases. I think it's fantastic. I think all of them are great. Favreau and uh, Tim McGraw's like UFC fighters. It all wins. There's no. I mean, the the, the go to uh, the the preachers and and he's. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell I'm going to tell you a story right now in this break about my father that is very similar to Robert Duvall in Four Christmases. I look forward to that. Unfortunately, you will not be able to hear it, but nope, you will be sad. able to hear the whip when we get back. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And don't miss Billy Joel, Ron Stewart together for the first time ever, Friday, September 13th, Cleveland Browns Stadium. Tickets go on sale February 2nd, 10 a.m. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow those tickets go on sale. Visit oh, Cleveland Browns Stadium. You're not on? Visit clevelandbrownsstadium.com slash Billy and Rod 2024. <laughs> it's Billy Joel, Ron Stewart together. One night only. Hello, Gibby. Uh, hi. Gibby, are you playing the role of Wyatt Teller today? Still efforting. Yeah. Tell him tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll talk, do it live tomorrow. Talk to you on. Maybe she should make this Friday. vodka and start today. Start today? Who gets hurt? Nobody gets hurt. Nope. Um, I could see a world. No. No. Well, I won't nope. say it. Not now. It. Not now. I won't say it. There's it's a world tomorrow. It's cold tomorrow. There's a world where he's an hour away from being carte blanche until Monday. There's a world that exists where that's true. It's a lot of work that goes into that. <laughs> so, Says you. I don't know. <laughs> They're done. What is I've done? given you counsel on this. I've given you the counsel. You continue. Interns. Just listen to the counsel. Listen, their stock's up. Do you, how many people? All right, sorry. So this is, we were at a live, this is several years ago. Can we Can I, Can I? we tell the story? Which one? <laughs> yes. That is a loaded so we were in a We were at a live remote at an undisclosed location where we were being interviewed yes by the local publication but i mean like local 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 publication like might yes. be for yep. free on a stand yep. when you're yep. walking in and out of and they took somewhere. a photograph of was us. that what it was yes. of the three of us yes and, and they asked well he was dressed like this yep and, and he was enamored with his yellow shirt and his just presence the essence yes, of the Gibbe. essence of it yeah and they asked Gibe had been given recently prior to that the nickname of banana grande by, by the ambassador by the ambassador 
after he wore like a yellow suit. That, that's on a right, road trip. That's right. And so we had taken a photo, mm-hmm. and they needed the caption. Yes. And you said, <laughs> "I said, I do remember that." Name Bo Bishop Banana Grande. Banana Grande. And I, he said, "How do you spell that?" Did you spell B A B A N A N A G R A N D E? I don't know if it ever. I would love it has a physical copy if it came. He took it like for sure. I just It was like electricity and PFT together straight. I know it. I just would love that image with that caption. I'd like yeah, it that's a frameable I, picture. I would, I would like it to be it. a poster that adorns our studio. Really great. It really would be great. Yes. All right. So you're here for the whip. I am. The music. I love the tune is great. You don't even need a reason to be here, Gabe. We're just happy you're here. Just happy to see you, brother. Game of the year bracket, by the way, updates. Mm-hmm. Um twenty one hours left. A lot of time. So so early. Plenty of time. Uh, it's a runaway on the one side. Of course, that nobody... the Ravens ninety percent, the Bengals nine and a half percent. That Bengals game, it should it really shouldn't have been there. The Steelers was probably the better. Steelers game got no respect, which I don't None. understand. I know it. Now the other one, good. It's a real good one. The Jets. It was appropriate to do that. Yes, I think the Ravens it was a good job by the you. Niners. I agree. I agree. The Jets as the number two seed. 52.8% of the votes. Okay. okay. The 49ers, 472 Okay. That's a tight one. I understand it being tight, but the Jets need to prevail. Yeah, I agree. Folks, Jim Donovan said, that's it. That's it. You are cordially yeah. invited. The playoffs are back in Cleveland. Yes. Come on. How do you, you know, let's be real. All right. Here we go. As we do the whip today. I like the whip. I, I decided we would come up with a little fact or fiction. Uno and Ocho with some fantastic questions. And we'll kick things off. Go ahead, Paulus. Facts or fiction. At least his stuff works here. Billion Rod. (laughs) (laughs) One more day of that. No, because then it's on sale. Then it's on sale. Then it's on sale. Then Then I don't have to do it. Okay. Well, no, then we (laughs) still have to promote for more information. Uh, The commanders made a mistake not going after Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel. And instead hiring Dan Quinn, as they did earlier today. Bishop, fact or fiction? Um, I think Vrabel would have been a good, a very good hire there. I don't know that Mike wanted that gig. I think this is what I think. I think I'm going to say fact. They should have, but I don't know that they didn't. But I think the idea here is once iconic franchise driven through the muck and sewage like Dufresne coming out of Shawshank. They have to build a new stadium. They have to rebrand. They have to fall back in love with the fan base that was one of the most loyal and best in the NFL. They got a lot of tasks. I don't know that the actual football operation, I don't know that it matters. All right, to your point, though. So I think you're looking at a two-year, I think Quinn will be there two, three years, and that's it. What instantly, though, tells the fan base we're serious and gives you that it's a, Bill Belichick? It's a very good counter by you. It's very good. Hire Bill Belichick. That's all. Then, it, then you, everybody's, you, you've done it all. You jump to third base. Yes. It's true. It, it was very an uninspiring hire. Totally. Yeah. By the way, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful manner at all, I had already forgotten who got the Panthers job, and then I saw him be introduced. Okay, and, hold on. Ask Gibby. Ask Gibby. Because I just had this exact conversation. Do you know who the head coach of the Carolina Panthers is? He was is the OC looking? in Tampa. Do you know his name? Nope. 
Dave Canales. Yes, and it was Canales. But I don't... I had no idea. By the way, I'm pretty sure it was them that did the Hugh Jackson intro. They did. Yes, he walks into the lobby of the building and everybody's there. Applauso. Oh, they did that? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, look it up. Like... On the social. That... And they did it on 131. And I'm pretty sure there's a top man that right away is like, come on, give me five, and gets stonewalled. Oh, no. That is not a harbinger of good things to come. No. No. And he's taking a job that I don't think is truly set up for much success. That's the worst of them by a wide margin. Not really even a path out right now. Bryce becomes. Yeah, but do you believe that? Because I don't. I don't. Yeah, so. You're going to be in that world for at least another year or two. The I, only thing is, is if I guess the only thing is, is if they if they are as bad as we think, they could pick number one again next year. Yeah, and then they have their pick, and maybe they go Queen Ewers or something like that, and then they're out of it. That's the only saving yeah. grace. Next fact or fiction: the Chargers overpaid for Jim Harbaugh, reportedly set to earn sixteen million a year over the next, I believe, five years. Mister Zagura. Zagura. Fact. And here's why. All right. Of all of the available jobs, this was the only one he would have taken. Justin Herbert, the quarterback. I think he might have taken Atlanta. Maybe. Maybe Atlanta. But this is the one he wanted. So you're kind of competing with yourself. Well, you were also competing with the University of Michigan. He was... In the, that from their side story of story does not have a better ending for him than he has right now. His story, his side of it? Yes. Correct. He, so, he's, he's Danny Ocean. So, yes. He's done it all. That's why you leave. Yeah, for sure. So, he was leaving. I just think it's a ton of money. You got. I think to justify that, they've got to win the Super Bowl. My guess is you've got five years with him, so you've just made an $80 million investment. Mm-hmm. Into Jim Harbaugh. I think for it to not have been an overpaying, you need to win a Super Bowl. Or at least, at a minimum, go to multiple AFC championship games. But I do think that they were in some ways bidding against themselves. Yes, they're bidding against Michigan. So, but yeah, he wanted to leave. Oh, my gosh. And He's the, been trying to leave since 2020. And he has written for himself the perfect ending. Yeah. No. It, it's, it's probably true. The only other place would maybe have been Atlanta. But he, he was going to be choosy. Well, it kind of sounds like from the way that you read the Atlanta Belichick situation is they didn't want somebody that would come in and be that a would tyrant take, run yeah. the show. And I feel like Harbaugh's going to be a he would be. tyrant yeah. run the show. And those guys did win out over Belichick. Yeah. I can't believe Bill Belichick is not. I can't believe Belichick and Vrabel are not coaching in the NFL I think this it's, year. I think it's Vrabel. Vrabel could sit a year because he's, he's got great house in Nashville. Like he could sit for a year. If Ohio State falls on their face, I mean, there's a lot of... How is Washington, though, not having a discussion, okay, we're going to bring Bill Belichick in here. We're going to at least provide ourselves over the next three years with legitimacy in the eyes of our fans that we are committed to winning. We're bringing in the man who's considered to be the greatest coach ever. He's going to at least... We're going to learn some organizational principles from him, not all that we would follow, but we're certainly going to learn some things from him by the time that we're ready to really move on into the future. It's a fantastic question. It seems like they were all in on the Lions O.C., and once that fell apart, they just panicked and said, well, hell with it. Dan Quinn, I guess. There's, it, you could, he's the least inspiring hire. 
of all of them. Well, and he necessitates. I mean, I guess they're going to keep Bienemy then. Is Bienemy going to be the OC? I suppose. I don't know. He necessitates your most important hire now is the offense coordinator. Dan Quinn was good in Atlanta with Kyle Shanahan. With Kyle Shanahan, yeah. Next. Fact or fiction. Offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick returning to Houston is a bigger deal than OC Ben Johnson returning to Detroit. Bishop. I think, well, I mean, I'm invested a little bit in the quarterback in Houston, so I think that in that sense, yes. Fact, the best thing that could happen for C.J. Stroud is to have two years with the same coordinator, the same tactics, not have to learn anything new, the same voice. This gives C.J. Stroud a real chance for success. I think the ceiling of that is higher than, like, the Lions are going to be good no matter what. They're going to be fine. Goff's had a bunch of different systems. They could have found somebody else. He's he's well-established and a pro's pro. The Lions benefit tremendously by getting him to come back. But the upside in Houston is so much bigger because of, of Slowick. That'd be my case. I am going to turn it around the other way and say, not looking at it from C.J. Stroud's perspective, I'm looking at it more from a league perspective. I think Johnson returning to Detroit was a bigger deal and or surprise to the league. I think it was he was kind of penciled in fair. in Washington. Yes, he was. Slowick was somebody that you know was ascending, and I think it still kind of felt like Slowick was going to get a job next year's cycle whereas Johnson it felt like was going to get a job this year's cycle and to your point they don't get Johnson and then they panic Brown's therapy sent out the great pick of us from the Hoffs party no that is not that is that not, is not the picture that, that was a great picture. night a wonderful we, night we were sitting night. to paint the scene we were sitting amongst sunscreen and personal products the and, only way anybody would have it is if they had a, a physical DDM, copy right we were in a DDM we're, yeah that's correct yeah Someone would have to have the physical copy. Yeah. Of South. That, of that. In the South? Like a, yeah. Yeah. It was way out. Correct. Yeah, it was a hike. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, next. Fact or fiction. Fact or fiction, Andy Reid is the best coach in the NFL right now. Bo Bishop. Yeah. I, he's fourth. Yeah, I think it probably is. I mean, he's he went to three straight NFC Championship games in Philly. Um, he's had various coordinators. I mean, he's got the unicorn with him right now, but he's going to go for his third Super Bowl. Um, he's played in what will this be? His he's played in five, coached in five Super Bowls. Andy Reid. Uno, what is this? KCD. Kevin Stefanski's going to win his second coach of the year in the last four years. That's true. Best coach in the league. Best coach in the league. Yeah, and he's damn good. Fourth all time in wins. He's like he's like two fifty eight. He's which he's, I did not have. He's, he's the like best non Kevin Stefanski in the league. Fine, okay, two fifty eight, and he's good spin by you. If if you feel like with as long as he plays with the as long as he's coaching the kid and he's not going to do anything else, like five more years he'll be in the three hundred tens. All right, hold on. Because that now I thought about that what I just said and I'm I'm taking it back. Do you? Or do you not think that if you just take Andy Reid out of Kansas City and uh-huh. plop Kyle Shan- Shanahan in there? He'd probably blow it in the fourth quarter in the Super Bowl. Oh, boy. Here's the thing, though. Like, I, I Reed, want listen, Kyle to that's win. Why, so that, Kyle so initially, initially, in the conversation. Initially, I said no. Because of Kyle. Well, I was thinking, and McVay, honestly. Like, McVay's been to the mountaintop like, and won yeah. it. 
So that's more than Kyle's done. Kyle's so, done it with, you think of the people that Kyle has done it with relative to Patrick Mahomes. But he's been in two Super Bowls. He's won with or Goff. Or even and then Stafford. He, he's won one. He's been in one with Goff, and he won one with Stafford. Yes. And some of this is Kyle's own fault. Like the Garoppolo, quarterback thing, it's his own fault. He picked Purdy. all those guys, so that's it's on him. Garoppolo couldn't even do anything in, in Vegas. It's his fault. He picked these guys. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Garoppolo with Kyle and Garoppolo with Josh McDaniels in Vegas. Here's the problem, though. They were like, no, with you're Andy, done. it's three straight NFC Championship games and a Super Bowl appearance in Philly. Donovan McNabb, T.O. Then he was really Ryan good. Westbrook. He was really good with Alex Smith in Kansas City, yeah. too. Like, they won they 12 games, like, playoffs every year. Yep. And then he gets the unicorn, and then it's nuts. I'd like but to see I him. I think it's him. I think I'd like him. to see him play his, his fourth and fifth quarterbacks in a season and see how it works out for him. That's valid. Let's test his his medal. Yeah, because we won eleven games. We did. Yeah, I think. Thank it's, you I think for it's, yelling into the mic. I think it's fact. I think it's. I think Andy's it. Who He's got a chance. Let's get Uno. He's got a chance to be. Here's one. Is it more likely that Reed gets Shula than Belichick? Yes, I think it is. Well, at this point, you'd have to say yeah. I think Belichick seventy two, seventy one, seventy two, sitting out a year. Does he? Does he get another run? I think Reed's body of work gives him an opportunity to be on the Mount Rushmore of greatest coaches ever. Modern era. Yeah, because you can't go. It's hard with Vince Lombardi and Paul Brandt. Like, yeah, how do you put that into context? Different world. Different world, different league, different. Yeah. I'm saying of the Super Bowl era. Yeah. Bill Walsh, Belichick, Shula. I don't think it's Shula. No. Joe Gibbs won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. Joe, Joe Gibbs. Gibbs is on a short list, brother. Joe list. Gibbs. Three Super Bowls, three different and quarterbacks. And he has a racing team. He did have a racing team. Joe Gibbs would have had a run. That was a run. All right, we'll do this in the offseason. This will be a good uh, That is a good one, though. Shula wins the Super Bowl. He, he wins the Super Bowl early. Did he? He won one in Baltimore, too, didn't he? Like an early Super Bowl, but then that wouldn't count because that's like the Lombardi one. the perfect one. season. And then he had the perfect season, and then... That's it. George Seifert. Your boy. He might have the highest winning percentage he ever. He used to forever. He had the highest winning percentage. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Fact or fiction. Russell Wilson will be a more attractive option this offseason than Kirk Cousins. Zagura. No. Fiction. Fiction. You see Kirk Cousins ran some kids on the road, and they were like, come to our science class, and he did. Guy's like, He's an amazing human. He seems yeah. awesome. Like, He's like the best guy ever. Totally. Yeah. Strange at times. One of the most remarkable was like his little room on the quarterback in his house that he built with like wire hangers for like enormous and consequential awards, but it was like his wife didn't want him in the Made room. It's a secret room. It doesn't even have a room. real door. That's right. Secret room. It's a for his secret stuff. room. For his... No one wants to see your stuff. He's <laughs> like, honey, <laughs> I built this house. <laughs> Nobody wants to see it. Put your stuff in your secret room. But this was when I would. You need I to have was... a secret room, and not all of your kids can come to the games. That's right. Only one. Only one. Your quarterback. That sounds team. like something your father. And would they're do. sitting in the stands. The, they're not even a suite. He's made more money than anybody. Because he maxed out the, yes. the, cat, the all of that. He played it perfectly. He played it perfectly. And only one kid got to go to the playoff game, and he's got a secret room for his and treasures. And one kid gave it up. Remember, he comes home, he's like, you gave your seat up to your brother. That's so nice of you. <laughs> Why are we having to make these decisions at six years old, Dad, when you're playing in the playoffs? <laughs> you can afford it. buy a suite, oh, yeah. Dad. 
Why wouldn't he just have one? Like just Why isn't it a part of his contract? I of want course, a suite. I get a suite. Brittany Mahomes get a suite anywhere. Kirk Cousins can get a suite in Minnesota? Anywhere. By the way, you and Griff yeah. are toast. You are toast my ghost. I don't know what this is in reference to. The over-under on Kelsey and Taylor Swift was Valentine's Day. You're less than two weeks away, and you were the only oh, two on the under. We were both under. Yeah. Griff's, Griff's hustling at the alley yeah, so that he can provide a meal <laughs> at the level that you can. Did we say February 4th? Is that what we did? It's oh, yeah. Board. That's it's on the board now. right they there. They could be engaged by that we point. Need it, we need it to, to – it's going to have to fall when she's in Tokyo. That's my best chance now. Doesn't seem likely. <laughs> Does not seem likely. No. Do you see their interaction? He's like, oh, I love you. It's like, oh, I love you. Oh, I'm going to go hang with the guys now. Okay, I love you. I've never been so proud of somebody. Oh, thank you. I love you. They're full schmoopy on the full field. Full schmoopy, yeah. Love it. Yeah. I had a little schmoopy conversation with Miss K earlier and Gibbs. Walked in and was like, I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> oh, baby, I love you. Oh, oh, you're yeah, you. Yeah, no, yeah. you're schmoopy. No, you're schmoopy. No, you're schmoopy. That's the best. Final one. Facts. This for is a big good segment. Dan Marino is the best player ever to never win a Super Bowl. Fiction. CBS Sports put out a list. few other modern day options for you includes Barry Sanders. Miranda Moss, Ladini Tomlinson, J.J. Watt, just to name a few. So I would. Th- so for me, I think it would be. Um, I think it's Randa, Barra, Randy. Ba- but Dan's there. I. He's right there. He's. He's real good. But I. I think Randa. Love Dan Marino, tremendous quarterback, great arm, mm-hmm. good actor in Ace Ventura, but no way. And here's the bar that I'm going to use. Yep. In the greatest game that's ever played. Yep. I love this. So he's a good. Randy good Moss is a starting wide receiver for one of the two teams. Yep. Dan Marino, if you're carrying, talking four quarterbacks, probably isn't in the game. No. So it would be Montana. It would be Brady. It would be Manning. And maybe Mahomes. And maybe heading towards Mahomes. Yeah. Elway. El- Here's one, though. Nobody benefited more from a late success in a Super Bowl than Elway. Agreed. Because the time when they played, it felt like most people thought Marino was better than Elway. Until Elway won late, and then it validated. Won back-to-back. He won those back-to-back. Well, and Marino's end was off of a cliff. Do you remember those high tops he wore that went up to, like, his kneecaps because he tore his Achilles? It was outrageous. No, so I think Moss is the answer. Barry is right there. Barry's in the game. Barry's in the game. He's in the greatest game ever played. Jim Brown. Barry. Eric Dickerson, Walter Payton. Dickerson Walter was Payton. on the list of guys who have never won. Dickerson Tony had some Gonzalez. down. He had a couple of downs. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez is in the ultimate game. He would be. Yeah. The tight ends would be. Probably... I think it would. I think if you had four running backs, it would be Brown, Sanders, Payton. All right, real quick, and we, this is what we're gonna. We're gonna. This is all offseason stuff. We'll do some Mount Rushmore swing. Yeah, I like it. Four tight ends in the ultimate game. You're only allowed four. I, we could make it six, and I think you get there, but you're only allowed four. I would. I would posit. Gronk is a lock. Tony Gonzalez is a lock. Kelsey's a lock. Yeah. So the last spot to me would be Unk or Antonio Gates. Or you go Kellen back to Winslow Kellen Winslow, Ozzie Newsome. Kellen would be, yeah, he'd be up there. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Some of the other guys on this list were Champ Bailey, Randall yeah. McDaniel, mm. Steve Largent, Bruce Matthews, O.J., Juice. 
Adrian Peterson. AP JJ might Watt. be in the ultimate game. Adrian Peterson was crazy. Fran Tarkington, Larry Fitzgerald. Like, is that Mitt Smith? He, he Junior feels like Seau. an accumulator. Anthony Munoz. Ladanian. Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith, very good. Number 18 on this list. Hoff. Mm. Hoff catching a stray, even in Munich. It's, it's, a, it's a back, it's still a compliment. It is, but yeah, yeah. that's a quite a it's list. A to hell be of on. a list to be. It's a, the str- first you know? it's a stray. On it's like catching a stray in twenty-four. You're healed an hour later. You're sprinting. You're running. Yeah. You're doing your thing. All right, we've got a mailbag coming up. Among other things, you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And be part of one of the most passionate fan bases in the NFL. Join Next Gen STM presented by Ticketmaster. The official wait list of your Cleveland Browns being a Next Gen STM is the best chance to become a season ticket member in future seasons. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash nextgenSTM to reserve your spot today. We mentioned the Dan Quinn news. Uh, he goes to the commies. The commies hold the pick number two and five in the top 109 picks overall. They also have the most salary cap in the NFL with over $70 million. Nothing will get people fired up to go to Washington and play for anybody more than Dan Quinn. I mean, so that there's was, no doubt. That's like he's it. got a, mag- a magnetism. By the way, this is from Dove. All right, Dove. Ravens tight end Mark Andrews saved a woman's life today during a flight from Baltimore to Phoenix. I already like him better. He knows exactly where to go once your season is over. Her story is crazy. A woman suffered a medical emergency, and medical personnel on the flight couldn't find a strong pulse. Andrews, who's a type 1 diabetic, got it from a seat said, could it be your blood sugar? I have a diabetic testing kit. Andrews gave them his kit to use, and her heart rate stabilized. Now, I think it's pretty clear that the kit did not stabilize her heart rate, but they were able to accurately diagnose that that was the issue, yeah. get her blood sugar up, and, and save her. Paramedics will treat her when the flight landed, and she's alive. So good job by Mark Andrews. Now, what I will say to this is two things. Number one, amazing story. Number two, the mentions to this story show where we are as a society on this what has become a cesspool of an app. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah, you this. I won't give him the time. Of day. Yeah, uh, the Titans are hiring former Ravens defensive back coach Denard Wilson as their defensive coordinator. The Packers hiring Boston College head coach Jeff Halfley. He was a former defensive coordinator at Ohio State. Um, was Halfley been the, here? Dude, yes, Halfley yeah. was our secondary. Oh, coach. really? You guys had him here yeah. too? Yeah, he was with Aaron when Aaron Glenn. It was Halfley and Aaron Glenn. I think 
uh, Halfley was safeties, Aaron Glenn was corners under Pettin. Yeah, I'll be there. And then he went to the Niners with Kyle. Yeah. So then that's where and then Ohio State. That's where Ryan Day got to know him was the Niners connection because he was there, I think, with Chip. Because Ryan was with Chip. He was somewhere. definitely there with Irregardless. Irregardless. There was a he's been here, he's been there, and now he's gonna go from Boston College head coach to Packers defensive coordinator. We'll be taking a pretty sizable pay cut to do that. Uh, all sorts of reporting that it's because of the, all of the chaos and name, image, and likeness, and that very well could be true. I don't blame him. Um, but at the same time, like yeah. anytime people complain about that, you made the bed, you have to lay in it. Halfley's a beast. He's I a like beast, dude. He, he was great, dude. S S about Halfley. All right, so he you went. Remember S with Halfley? Oh yeah, loved him. Yeah. Tampa Bay Bucks, 2012 uh, assistant DB coach, 13 DB coach, Browns, 14 and 15 DB coach. Then he goes. So 16 may have been still Chip Kelly. He's Niners, 16, 17, 18. That was Chip, defensive backs coach. Then Ohio State, 19. Boston College, 2023, is head coach. And then now Packers, defensive coordinator. Yeah. That's, I think, where he and Day, because Day was under the Chip Kelly regime. Yep. Then, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins interviewing a familiar name. Rams defensive assistant Chris Shula for the defensive coordinator job. He's the grandson of the legendary Don Shula. Couple things. Titans hiring the Ravens DB coach means Brandon Lynch did not get the job. Big win for us. Great for us. And it took another person from that Ravens defense. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they promoted this morning their linebacker coach. Zach Orr, their linebacker Former coach. Former player. Is the defensive coordinator? Yeah, in Baltimore. Not Weave. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, are we ready for the Griff Fact of the Day? I'm ready. Fact of the Day, Fact of the Day, Fact of the Day. It's the Griff Fact of the Day. I love the song. Thank you. We all love Did it. Did you produce today's? I so I saved his song from yesterday. Very sad. That's all right, so he, he's he's working. He's working. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Uno. Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo has tied legendary Dick LeBeau for the most Super Bowl appearances by a defensive coordinator. Spagnolo is also the only coordinator to win two to win Super Bowls with two different franchises. Those two franchises being this the the Chiefs and then what did he win it with the no mm, not Rams which one kids I got this already do you have New it? York Giants that's correct two thousand and seven there you go how many Super Bowls has he been to it's not on here five Spags Spags has been in Spags and Dick LeBeau both in five I would like some it's of a these pretty nice run I would like some of these facts of the day to be about you two well we're off season yeah um what did you have until did, did you got things that we don't know. Okay. I don't know if that's that are a fact. Good I don't know. Idea. Yeah, I don't know the right platform. Did you? Did I? If someone would have asked me if it was Steve, Steve Spagnolo or Steve Spagnola, I would have thought it was Nola. So I, when I was writing it, I initially wrote it with an A at the end, thinking Steve, it was Steve, Steve Spagnola. Steve Spagnola. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have read. I it. wouldn't have put the I emphasis have, on the O. Griff, I wouldn't have Griff fixed it, it for me. Yeah, I would not have put the emphasis. On the o. And everybody just calls him Spags. All right, mailbag coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, welcome in. Welcome back. Give is here. Time for a Mailbag Thursday presented by the Cross Country Mortgage Company. That's your official mortgage partner of your Cleveland Browns when it comes to financing. They're always going to get you home. Visit ccm.com today. Equal housing opportunity, NMLS 3029. 
Hello, Gibby. Gents, mm. mailbag time. Let's do it, baby. Tweet your questions to at Browns underscore daily. Many of you already have. Let's get right down to it. James the Ringer tweets at the show. Every three-parter regarding movies in honor of the Oscars coming up. One last movie you saw in the theaters. Is it the is it Maverick? Top Gun Maverick, I think. Might be for me. Uh I feel like I went to the movies with the kids recently. Oh, I did the uh we went to one of the outdoor ones and did Mario. Oh, Super there you Mario go. Brothers. Nice. Now I couldn't hear a damn thing because the speaker was I couldn't it was well, well, my total, kids saw totally mean girls in the theater recently. I think it was Maverick. We I definitely have seen I don't remember though. Come. I don't ever. I, it, that seems oh, I like saw a, the new Indiana Jones, the latest Indiana yes, they Jones. Yes, that. Did they? Screw yes, that we up? saw that. That was like last July. That oh, was good. It was good fun. It was, was good fine. fun. Yeah. Favorite movie of all time? It wasn't Maverick. Favorite movie of all time? Comedy, Caddyshack, serious movie, Last of the Mohicans. God, I love that film. It's beautiful. It's cinema at its <laughs> finest. That the was score, my pickup movie. The score was so good. Hey, let's go watch a movie. It's so let's curl up the Last of the Mohicans. I mean, there is a lot, a lot of emotion. There's Same. a lot of romance in it. Worked out. That's such a hard one because half the half the time, there are movies Every that time. like if like Roadhouse or Commando is on, I'm in. Yes. Like I enjoy the hell out of those movies. I enjoy First Blood and Rambo. Um, all of those are just. But I don't. I think I'll tell you this: the most fun experience I've ever had at a movie was uh, my senior year of high school. My brother and I went out to Seattle. Uh, we stayed at our Uncle Warren's house, and he took us to Pulp Fiction. We kept asking him to take us to Pulp Fiction. Yes. And nobody had – we didn't really know what it was other than that it was supposed to be great. It was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. And that was as much fun as I've ever had at the movies. I vividly remember seeing American <laughs> Pie in the theater in yeah. Washington, D.C. and being like, All this right. is a fine film. That was quite they good. They nailed it. They crushed Why can't we make yeah. comedies like that? Anymore? Yeah, yeah. Dumb yeah. and Dumber was like that too. When Dumb I saw that in the theater, it just died. As a kid, though, seeing uh, Return of the Jedi in the theater was that was a big moment for young me. Yeah, and those Top were huge. Gun, the original Top Gun. Original in the Top theater. Gun was huge. Maverick was awesome in the theater. Maverick's it was awesome. awesome. It's awesome. Period. But it's great in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Save the movie industry. Uh, weirdest movie you've ever seen? I'll throw one out there. Joe versus the volcano in a theater. <laughs> in the theater. Weirdest movie I ever saw in a theater. <laughs> given that I was being chaperoned by a young lady's mother, was Sliver. <laughs> Holy oh It's one that leaves a How mark. Old? Because you went with the girlfriend and the mom? It was just a date. It was like a first date, me, Sophia Retta, and her mom. I remember her name. I remember it. You Holy had to be God. in high school. Yes, in high school. That's why. And whose idea was this? Don't know. Don't remember. I, what did it, I feel like this is your idea. It was definitely the not my idea. There's no way this would. No, my you idea. would not want that. That is a disaster. Oh, it was a disaster. Do you guys have any? They have no point of reference of what that is. Sliver. Sliver. Have you guys ever heard of Basic Instinct? Griff, Griff yes, of course. Griff, We're learning a lot about Griff. Now. Today. Learning a lot about Griff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This was like. Not a sequel, but it was the next movie that was supposed to be of that same Basic Instinct genre. became like a have-you-seen-this-movie yes. phenomenon, especially for 
it's a great movie, regardless of was Sharon Stone. And it was her running it back, and, and it was like, well, there's going to have to be... Baldwin, and there was there was a lot. Oh, Not, my God, that's crazy. Geez. I remember just being like... Crazy. I just being like... We're going to do what? Get this over. Like, Please stop. End this film. Please stop. Did she sit with you? We sat like oh, this, no. and then she sat like yes. a row, oh. like oh, over... God. Over and behind us, one row. Of course, behind you. She's want to keep an eye on things. You can look. Oh, no. It was awful. That's horrible. It was horrible. Uh, the best thing about that terrible. experience was the, the blue raspberry icy. After? Before. During. They, yeah, after. What's the car ride after home like? Not, silence. Not a lot of talking. It was like a car How ride home. How long did the relationship with... last after? Not, not long. It was not another date. Oh, my God. It was so uncomfortable. Yeah, that's awful. That's really awful. They did things in that movie yep. that were not done yes. at that nope. time. Nope. H. Schneider, what country would you most like, oh. like to visit? Australia. Australia, Dabo. Go see her. By the way, look, look at, would you guys give me a feast your eyes on this for a second? I mean, Dabo is such a legend. He's basically the king of Australia, I've decided. He certainly has the Gold Coast in Brisbane. That, those are his people. No big deal. <laughs> Good for him. That's great. Dabo and Brady. Yeah. No big deal. We got Dave. Dave can take care of us in Melbourne, and we got Dabo can take care of us in Brisbane. Yeah. We're set. D- we're not going to – I don't believe that after meeting Dabo's associates, we're not going to – that area – and they're in Sydney, so we'll have Brisbane-Sydney covered. We got Melbourne as well. I mean, we're – We're in good spots. We're going to be yeah. – we're talking – the red carpet will be rolled out in an epic fashion. Yeah, I, it's. It, I would. It's. it's we really it's should go and do it right after one of our seasons ends because that's their summer. So we would Correct. get out of here. We go right into their. Considering summer. nowhere in the United States right now is it above like seventy degrees? Yeah, which is just gross and disgusting. Yeah, you know, Same. the other day it was warmer in Saskatchewan than it was in Cape Coral, Florida. Jeez. What that's a weird! It's a great weather fact. That, that should have been the Griff fact, fact of the day. Fact of the day, right there. Might mean might. What about Gibby weather fact of the day? Yeah. Who who gets hurt with that? Nobody. A lot. Nobody. Uh, from David Whalen, would you rather be trapped in a romantic comedy with your enemies, or trapped in a horror movie with your friends? Romantic comedy. Romantic comedy all I don't the want way. any part of horror movies. Yeah, I hate horror movies. I don't, I don't like them either. I think they suck. Uh, yes, and there people are gonna die. Yeah, I don't like them. Never liked them. Let's see. Hold on. I saw one earlier, and I. Man, I I couldn't. I can't find one. There was one that. Uh... Oh, here it is, from uh, LS1 underscore Sea Monkey. Okay. Who's your favorite curb companion? And who's the most annoying character? No one's annoying. They're all great. Correct. Funkman's my guy, but Leon is 1A. Funkman, Leon, they're easily the best. There's There are no annoying ones. No. I Everybody's necessary. They are. I think if somebody were to be annoying in that show, if there's one person that I would like to walk up to and just smack in the face, it'd be Ted Danson. Right, but I don't think he's that way in real life. Of course not. And but he but he plays that perfectly and Schwimmer was also a crud. 
Schwimmer actually was, and I think that's probably closer to how Schwimmer is in real life. Yeah. I think that seems very natural to me that he's that. Uh, because Danson, remember, Danson played, he, he actually, well, he plays Ted Danson the whole time, but, like, he is actually married to Mary Steenburgen. And in the early episodes, they're together. Yeah, Ted and Mary. And, and Jerry wants, or uh, Larry LD and, wants that type of. Yeah, remember, they're going shopping together. They're going shopping and all that for the camp. That's like shoes. season one. That's way early. But then, and now he's like, he's with Cheryl. Cheryl. And so it's, yeah. He's great, though. He is, but I'm saying he's he's punchable. Yeah. He is. Yeah, the Funk Man is the Funk Man is just yeah. so, good. Is so good. I'm trying to think. Who are the other annoying people that his his um is it his cousin that he had to oh, kick out of the middle of the, the table? Wife. Yeah, that guy in the wall. Oh yeah, they're terrible. They're not good middles. No, they had to throw him out. They had to get out. Yeah, that yeah. He's the guy. He's from Red Oaks. He wanted to. Was he the he dad? Wasn't, yeah, he was. They wanted to sell like those hats. They yeah. like he's paying for the college. He's doing all yeah. this stuff, and then they want more. Yeah, you can't sell her hats. Stupid her hats, hats are stupid. Yeah, stupid hats. Yeah. No. At Rome seven oh four, I would officially like it put to a vote to have the last outro by right. Mr. Bishop be "No much more to come," coined <laughs> by the great Z. Roman in Charlotte, a.k.a. the Mizfest party bus conductor. Oh, baby. I like that. All right. How about I'll, it? I'll, I took well, that down as a note. How about it? Yeah. So when it's when it's done and I walk away, when you hear me say, no much more to come, that's it. That's a wrap. Next level's next. That's when you'll know. I'll I don't weep. like any of this. I wrote that down. I'll weep. Yeah, you'll be fine. That's it. That's what that music tells you, get Dan Berger it. asks, so this, does case, the reportedly new doors have any relation to the full doors? No. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. The, f- the full doors was a moment in time. It was. Yeah. It was fun. It was Boy. so much fun. Remember you come in here on, uh, on Easter? Good or, Friday. Or, gave us Easter gave candy. Easter candy in the middle of the show. He, Handfuls he, of he Easter candy. In. He helped plan my honeymoon That's right. in Croatia. That's right. He gave books... To yeah. Mo Pedman's cousin. Yeah. Mo Pedman was like, I'm interested in learning more about the game. Next thing you know, Here you go. he comes in the, the one day and he's like, give these to, to your guy. And there were like three books. That's great. Yeah, I still see him at lacrosse in the summers. I see him around. Is, he still, around. Work, is he still working still work, gum? He's, he's working the Detroit. gum. Yeah. He's working that gum. Well, he is, but not the rest. Well, yeah, everybody else everybody is back else here. Everybody is, is around. So yeah. I see him every spring and every summer. On the rag, man. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, Wyatt Teller coming up next? Maybe. I suppose it's possible. Can't say he wouldn't. Can't say it's not possible. Yeah. Um, tomorrow is a Friday edition. One of the few. That's right. I don't know what we're... One of the few remaining in 2024. We're, we're not doing over-unders. We're not doing scores. Why, Open we, up we the mailbag, Gibby. Open well, up the mailbag. I'd like to, I'd like I got to a go whole segment and, devoted to Bobby. No, I'd no, like to re- no. The next level's next. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. 
and every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.